We got this. All right. Relax. We got this. That's what Obama used to say. Yeah. He did? And it worked. People were, you know, uh, people felt secure. People felt they had a president in charge. I did, you know. And now I have this uh, sort of like wise cipher that exists out in the cosmos, which is Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Of Uh, course. (laughs) Wise cipher. He's just like a floating head that optimizes everything. He's like the head from Deliverance, but instead of like spitting out guns, he spits out like stimulus checks. (laughs) We don't really understand what's going on there. Um, but he seems to be doing a good job and he also seems response like responsive to our opinions. When people get upset, he's like, Oh, people are upset. I'll just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Which, people got real mad at him this week uh over meat. Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw some people really upset about that. Yeah. Are we supposed are we getting into meat right away? Nothing. He yeah, didn't let's anything. get right into some meat. He didn't say anything about meat. Yeah, it was like some study, some university study or something that said, hey, this works. If you cut back meat consumption, it'll be good for, you know, climate change. And then it was right. like it became, I think, Daily Mail or Fox or something. I think Daily Mail started it. They were like, yeah. Biden's climate plan could mean that we do what the University of Michigan <laughs> Agriculture <laughs> Studies Department said in this one study they put out in a journal about yeah. how we could lower emissions. That could happen if we lower that emissions. Could be in, that could be part of his climate plan. Right. But right. almost immediately upon that, it was like, oh, you go to hell, Joe Biden. I'm going to eat this burger. There's pictures of burgers immediately that were being consumed. That's <laughs> what I saw on Twitter. Burgers and steak, raw, uh, red meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, guys, you know, I think about meat all the time, right? It's one of my interests. And it is interesting how... Pound by pound, not just um, not just in terms of the organisms, but by pound of meat, by pound of meat, beef is the worst. That's kind of weird, right? You'd think a big animal would have the most meat to energy ratio. Hmm. What's I the don't best? know. The best well, big is- animals are also bad for bioconcentration, right? The best is just, I mean, the best is like a shrimp or something, but like chicken is the best, you know, like land. It's like nine calories to, for one calorie of chicken, nine calories of grain to produce one calorie of chicken. Chicken is probably the best, which is terrible of the traditional American meats. I'm still stuck on Matt saying, I think about meat all the time. I do (laughs) think about meat and meat issues. Why is that? That's why when you're talking to him and he seems a little bit like he's not fully <laughs> present. <laughs> it's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I think, think about, about meat that. like a lot. Like I think I think it's very interesting and like um Matt, what meat should we get together? Oh. <laughs> we should get our favorite meats. Whatever they may be. What are your favorite <laughs> meats? Hey, can't go wrong with some raw salmon. You like some salmon? I don't eat fish. Mm. No. I'm picky with my meat. I love octopus. Oh. Yeah, we differ on that. I don't... Really? Yeah. If you've ever had really good octopus... Oh, wow. I've never had that. I love fish, but my wife doesn't eat any seafood, so we sort of... That's what people say, is that the octopuses are too smart, so they don't want to eat them. Yeah. Um, That's weird to me, because they aren't really smarter than a cow. 
No, but here's the thing. If we stop, if you stop eating cows, the cows don't like get to go retire. You know what I'm saying? Like they just stop making future cows. Whereas the octopi are going to get to exist anyway. Well, isn't that, isn't that the struggle with eating all fish that we aren't nine times out of 10, if you eat fish, it's fish that was live caught, right? Which was just going about its life. And now there's less fish out there. We like, and the fish are going away. But on the other hand, we're also poisoning the oceans. So all the fish are going to die from that. All right. So you should get your fish time in now. How much time do we have left where we people can enjoy fish? What do you what do you think? Oh, I you know I don't know that actually. When yeah, when you can always grow them and it can you know you you just farm farm raise them. Yeah, but a big swimming pool. Farm raising fish is such that? a hassle, dude. Oh, like, yeah. Have you tried? <laughs> I just know about it uh, from how much water it takes. So like, if you don't actually have a fucking lake. The amount of water expense that you have and how bad that is for the environment mm. to churn out oh, fresh water for a fish farm. I was going to say right. Minnesota has a lot of lakes, but I think it's too cold to farm fish there. We're going to acidify those two. We're going to acidify the lakes. There's just going to be no fish out there. I think they're trying to come up with some like fish in the lab that could survive out there. Uh-oh. And acidify. I don't like where that's going. That's uh, that's like... Uh... <laughs> and it's like a gr- fish. It's like a grotesque fish too. It doesn't seem appetizing <laughs> at all. It has like a horrible name, but it's like the one fish that can theoretically survive in there. And they're like messing with its genes so it can go out there Uh-oh. and eat algae That's- and acid. <laughs> no, they're just gonna they're just gonna like grow like trays of meat. That's the future. Yes, cultured meat, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm a big fan of cultured gonna- meat, guys. I haven't plugged it on the show before, but I really. Love cultured meat. I think it's the future. I've seen you tweet about cultured meat. Yeah. <laughs> I just tweeted I mean, about a lot of things. Like, think about, <laughs> you think about yeah, all these diverse. issues with meat. They're all resolved by cultured meat. You just get a fucking tank and you just yeah. replicate the proteins and you've got meat. What is cultured meat like, like a, the fake meat? It's what not like it? a plant-based oh. meat, like beyond it's like they actually grow the cells. You're taking a live animal you cell. Just grow the sake without the animal, and it is it is the future because it, it, eventually it will be cheaper and it'll taste mm-hmm. as good. And then and there's lots of people in the space. So there's like 300 major startups in the cultured meat space, as well as the the big meat biz, uh, companies are sure. getting into it too. Yeah. So why hasn't it like really taken off yet? Is it they still are trying to figure it out, or is there a pushback for some reason? So like a ham, let's say a hamburger, right? The hamburger is the first thing they go for, um, because you know it's like the first achievement in meat is making a hamburger that people like. So hamburger is <laughs> what they've worked on. So one hamburger patty about five years ago cost like 40 grand, right? To culture. And so now to make one hamburger patty of cultured meat, it's something it's something that's getting tantalizingly close to reasonable. So what, $20,000? It's like $25 or something. Whoa, that is some progress. No way. No, it's going to be... That's, that's so close, yeah. It's an amount that it's it's getting... If it continues that direction, right, it seems plausible that we could get to a 
$5 cultured meat patty. And is that better? Like, will it taste better than normal meat? I don't know. So Matt, you were always optimistic. Were you always optimistic that cultured meat would develop in this way? Because I've seen you, you have a lot of skepticism about VR. And one of your kind of, I wouldn't say it's a wrong running bit, but every couple of years, I, I think you tweet something like, oh, VR is not happening, is it? And then, Well, but cultured cult- meat, no one was really thinking about it until recently. It's a more recent thing. I mean, like in the 90s, there were lots of dumb ideas about cultured meat, right? Like I know Japan like came up with like a shit burger. <laughs> what the heck? A literal shit burger. Like a proof of concept where you could turn shit into something edible, like an edible patty. Oh my that God. seems like a joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're all patting each other back on the back in the lab for having come up with that. And, and you know like what, a... what they're doing with Beyond, right? Like plant-based meats. That's very interesting, right? Like that's a new thing. That's like a 15-year thing maybe. When mm-hmm. Beyond Burgers came out and people found Impossible. them enjoyable. Right. The awesome burger, whatever. Impossible. Impossible and the, <laughs> the Beyond. The awesome burger. But the yeah. Beyond Burger is really good too. People like that as well. And the tension in the industry now is um, can we trick people into liking plant-based meat to such a degree where we won't need cultured meat? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's a company in Denmark that's doing like uh, foie gras, right? Mm, You can't do a plant-based foie gras. Like if you can make foie gras in a vat, ethical foie gras, just think about it. Yeah. Foie gras where there's no torture of the animal at any stage, like, oh my God. Sounds delicious. (laughs) Right? Oh. Here's where I realized that it had a future. Is when I talked. Did you just Google foie gras? Hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> sure, this groan. Okay. When I've talked to vegans about cultured meat, they're like, ah, you know, actually, they're like, yeah, maybe I would eat that, right? If you remove all ethical concerns from meat, that really right. helps out. Well, yeah. Um, and I mean, Vegans, like who cares though? Like that's not that's not the people we need to get. No, to eat. you need you need like people like Big Dan Rodimer to get behind, like, trick him into thinking he's having a regular burger. It's like, hey, guess uh-huh. what? And he's like uh-huh. all into it. It's like here's what you, you kind of reveal what he's been eating. You just ate vegetables, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I believe that other people don't believe is that eventually cultured meat will taste better. Wow. Yeah, that's some hope for the future. Science. Kind of finding a way, science saving us. As soon as it's cheaper and tastes as good, then it'll just like cheaper take over. will help as well, right? Yeah, and it will eventually be cheaper, right? Because meat is so inefficient. Right, meat is based around a really large fuel expenditure that the price goes up all the time, and then fish are going extinct, right? So salmon gets more expensive every year. And the cultured salmon will say the sa- will get lower every year. Mm. Are fish going going to go extinct in my lifetime or my children's lifetime? In your lifetime, think? probably, dude. Unless we stop burning carbon. Ah, uh, because right. there'll be too much acid in the oceans. Yes, that we sucks. have to stop burning carbon really soon. We got to cut that out. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> Talk to some people about it. 
Well, Fox News is doing their part. But meat. Yeah. We were talking about meat. Do you guys want to get back? We can just do meat next week. Meat. We've already <laughs> talked about it enough. Meat. You want to hype up the now meat that episode? We've talked I about think. it for twenty minutes. You <laughs> we we can't week? talk about any. That was just the first part of it, though. So like. The meat, meat part one. Okay. It's a subject. It's a deep subject. I think people, a lot of, a lot of opinions, a lot of, you know, it's a contentious issue. What, what about uh, lamb in America? <laughs> oh, you want to get into it? Well, you, so we have this room for topics, right? And Matt just put in like lamb in America. Lamb in America. As a topic. What is and that? I, did you guys? Okay. So ex- I don't know. <laughs> Wait, did he? So, I'm checking this. So I love lamb. I love it as a meat. And my girlfriend doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. And the reason she doesn't like it is because in her mind, quite reasonably, lamb means a baby sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay? Outside of the United States, that's true. But in the mm-hmm. United States, when you order lamb, it is never a baby sheep. Now, why is it never? Is it because we have some internal processes that prevent that from happening? That the Europeans don't? We have a don't? federal law, which defines lamb in the United States as any sheep. So any sheep meat is called lamb in the United States. Well, does that necessarily hmm. guarantee you're not going to get child-like lamb? At your- if a meat provider has the choice, he's always going to give you either mutton or hoggette. Which are the other two? You 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 went to you go, to go to meat college? What are you like? <laughs> Seriously. So there's three kinds of lamb. If you go to another country, mostly Australia and the UK, uh-huh. and you order lamb, you get a baby lamb, oh, which okay. is zero to twelve years, twelve months, zero to twelve months. And there's <laughs> there's also haget, which is twelve to twenty four months. Mm. Okay. Okay. And then there's mutton, which is an adult sheep. And mm-hmm. the younger they are, much like veal, the better the meat is, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the United States, because of that law, if you order lamb at any restaurant, you're never getting lamb. Okay. Unless you are getting lamb. So we as Americans know. do not know what that even tastes like. Yeah, pound for pounds, it's cheaper to produce mutton. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, you know, slaughtering babies. <laughs> you don't want to, you know, there's lots of things that go involved in that, I'm sure, right? That are much easier to just let them grow up and then kill them. Be good to have a guest of someone who like runs a restaurant, you know, like someone who deals. Well, now that I've found this out, I just want to do like a Larry David staring contest with every, <laughs> with every proprietor of every restaurant that serves lamb. Like, come on, you know, is it? Put them on the hot seat. Get them in the hot seat. Yeah. Can you get lamb at Hooters? (laughs) I don't think you can get lamb lamb. at Hooters. (laughs) Dang it. Probably in, maybe in India. I don't know about India. I think India probably tells you the three kinds of lamb. Mm -hmm. Um, Lamb in America. Lamb in America. That should be the 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 title of this episode, Lamb in America. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> it sounds it very serious. It sounds That's very like yeah, I guess. So. It's like whoa, this is serious you business. You could do a you could do like a picture of a steak and then like make centrist madness written in the marbling. Yeah. Concept maybe. I don't, okay. Yeah. 
As long as I won't face major rejection this time. No, just kidding. Oh, are you still are you still burned about the, the logo? Wow. That was so bad. It's fine. <laughs> On a previous but episode, to, I gave from the silent treatment. We need to talk about what this. Happened? Well, first of all, we need to talk to Theo about uh, his t- Twitter sabbatical that occurred because oh, yeah. uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, you can explain it in your own words. Well, I mean, I, I, uh, I and I've talked about it uh, a lot, and I've talked about it on this show. I think at one point a few years ago, uh, or for what it felt like, like is that when the the last King Kong movie came out, King Kong Skull Island, I believe, I predicted. I, I think I I saw the billboard when I was driving to work early in the morning, and I just kind of had a bad look at it. And I just is there two King Kongs? I felt like there were two King Kongs on the billboard, and I got convinced. Uh, or I just said, there's going to be two King Kongs in that thing. I said, there's going to, this movie, the big secret is going to be in the third act or in the post credits, there's going to be a big reveal where a scientist is like looking over some information. And he says like, you know, sir, like he says to a general, like, I, 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 there's a, it looks like we have reports that there's another King Kong. And I would talk about it. Like it was this, like, like, I, I mean, the concept is sort of like, he, he can't this do it like guy, that, though, like right? me, like is excited it's it's a dumb thing that someone would be excited about and i would be like hell yeah two kong like and then it became really abstract and the new king kong movie was coming out um and i mean i play around with repetition a lot where it's like you have this really minimal framework and let's see how many variations on saying nothing essentially you can have so it's sort of uh malleable concept where you can apply it in a lot of different ways i've talked about king kong uh, whether why two two Kongs is this ideal thing, and even three Kongs, no, that's too much. People would say, well, what about three Kongs? They'd be like, no, that's that wouldn't work. Like get out of get, get away. Um, so it's just sort of a concept I played around a lot with, and uh, but it then becomes weird because I talk so much about it, and this is sort of the gray the bed I made my self and I shouldn't I have no right to complain about this but I'll just tell stories about like something that my son did and people will reply like oh were the two Kongs there or something because I talk and I can't be like hey mm-hmm. no don't do that because it's like I you went out of, I have to say to myself you know you went out of your way to create this reality yeah. unnecessarily you know there's no no one was talking about two Kongs and still you talk you talked about it uh incessantly daily you know um so mm-hmm. And, and, and it ended up not day. being two Kongs in the last movie. And I, I, I said, how did that feel? Um, uh, you when know, you saw the movie. Yeah. At what point did you know that there were not going to be two King Kongs in the movie? Uh, I think when I, people would send me links to like, like, I don't know, reports about it, that people that know what's going to happen in the movies before the movies come out, like, you know, because they kind of, uh, studios essentially reveal, like, what their big secrets are going to be. It's right. like, it's uh, uh, funnily... Or uh, they at least send a signal that there's a big secret. Yeah, and this one, it was heavily... Oddly enough, that there was like a second Godzilla, not a second King Kong. It was like, no, there's going to be a robot Godzilla is the big surprise. Not like a, so even more. But the thing is, I set it that up. That would have been a gut punch. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, this is a thing. I, I built it up to be wrong. I, I, I built it up so I could freak out about being wrong about it. And, and it got closer to it. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to even do performative anger. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm tired. Like... I've done this a lot, but I'm just so tired. I don't want to be, have even the performance of negativity 
I, I felt mm. like not in that mindset. I don't want to do that. So it became really mixed emotions for me. And I'm like, okay, here's how, what can I do? Where are my options? Where are my pathways for this? It's like, do I get really mad that they're not two King Kongs? Do I freak out? Do, does it cause me to like have a complete meltdown? Uh, or do I start to have a kind of bullshit interpretation? No, in fact, if you look at it this way, yeah, I wasn't mm. wrong technically. Well, Do I be that right. guy? I think part of it is, you know, I went through this with a possible Voltron movie. Uh, there was a period of time, about 2004, where it seemed like maybe they would make a Voltron movie. And so every time I went to the movies back then and one trailer would end, <laughs> I would say really loudly, Voltron, right? <laughs> this is going to be like it. it was like, secretly Voltron. a Voltron movie. Right, <laughs> like Noir, like Noir Efron's the the intern, or not like uh the intern with like Robert De Niro and 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 Anne Hathaway was secretly a Voltron movie or something. Like, <laughs> I this is very funny to me because I'm picturing because I'm much younger than Matt, and so I'm picturing like a young Matt being like Voltron, <laughs> thinking it's gonna happen. Yeah, but was, this is like a, gr- a grown there was scuttlebutt about a Voltron movie right when Transformers was huge, right? So like, uh, you know, there was... People thought Cloverfield was actually going to be a Voltron movie. That when seems the first plausible, teaser... right? Right, right. Okay, I gotta, I gotta ask. Who the fuck is Voltron? Voltron was like these robotic cats that would combine to form one giant yeah. robot. Yeah. It's like a toy <laughs> in a cartoon. Like, and... Was also a cat? No, he was like a dude. A dude with like a pot, like each each fist was a tiger head. Okay, see what I'm so saying? Cat cat robots that would assemble into a giant mech, huge robot. Yeah. Okay. I think Wu Tang Clan compared themselves to Voltron, like f- we f- like forming like Voltron. That makes like, a lot of th- sense, actually. Together as a yeah, it's a good analogy for for their uh, you know their. Was abilities. there ever a Voltron movie? Animated no. movies, right? No live action Voltron. And at the time it seemed possible and I thought that would be way cooler. They could still do it mm-hmm. now. In fact, if 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 like Warner Brothers has the rights, because they have like a monster verse going on of Kong versus Godzilla, and now we have exactly. the robot Godzilla. It'd they be a could perfect if they kaiju owned, for those films. Yeah. That would be a big that would get people pretty pumped, I think. Yeah, yeah. So and then as as the months went by and it became increasingly clear that we weren't getting a Voltron movie, yeah. I'd get quieter. You know, just be like Voltron. <laughs> so the person next to me knows that I said it, right? Yeah, Voltron. And obviously it would have been amazing to be the guy who says Voltron before the Voltron's trailer starts. Like, talk about bragging rights, The first rights, time right? it, it ever premieres. No one's ever heard of this. And, like, and they're like, they how were did like, you know? Voltron movie, that's not happening, right? And then some fucking guy mm-hmm. says Voltron. And then if the trailer for Voltron, it would kill. Yeah. Um, but You'd now the coolest guy in that I think what Theo would, you know, eventually Theo is going to get to the place I am, which is if a Voltron trailer happens, that's a wonderful thing, but I'm not yeah. going to be counting it. You know, two Kongs will happen at some point. A Voltron oh, yeah. movie will happen at some point. Right. You're not going to make it your identity anymore. No, no. Oh, no. For sure. But I do think two Kongs is a good idea because then with two Kongs, the price per, per Kong goes down and, mm-hmm. and cultured oh. Kongs are the future. Yeah. That's sure. a good point. Yeah. Right. But yeah, so I, I was just wanted to be fr- sick of two. I was sick of two Kongs. I'm like, I want to move on from this. 
And I was like, I even, I told, I'm like, my wife said something to me, like, you know, you do a lot of things where you're basically promoting like media things that you have no interest in seeing yourself. Like I was promoting the Godzilla versus Kong and I don't really want to see it, but I ended up enjoying the movie, but I, you know, you know, watched it from a context, from the, from the perspective of let's see if I'm right or if I have to leave Twitter for, you know, I said two months originally is what I said very confidently. That would be two months. But then I took a poll from my fans and followers and 25% of them said I should leave you know, others said that, yeah, you don't have to. Most people said I didn't have to, but I thought I would give. That's always good to see. I thought I'd give something back. I thought I would say like, you know what? Let's take two weeks. Let's, let's, you know, do that. But I also. Whenever John, I pull my John's, followers and ask them if yeah. I should leave. And yeah, they John's respond, followers no. told him. Like, that's, they should, that's they feeling. said you should stay, right? Uh, I've never, oh. I've never asked them now. Oh, okay. You just went off, off your own. You left. I, you know, <laughs> I have to leave for mental health breaks. I do remember who is it like um partly why I did too. Yeah. Uh WB Yates Noah, the economist dude. Was it him? It was someone on Twitter, but I think it was him. He did like a poll and he's like, like, do you, should I post some of my poetry? And the the options were like, you know, oh God, please no, and then like, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. And okay got like five percent, and he's like, for that five percent who really wanted to see it. <laughs> Here it is. Wow, that's good. I, I can't imagine not one. If you're a fan of someone, why wouldn't you want to see their poetry? You mm. know, I guess it depends on the person. You know, you want to get to know them better. You know, poetry is uh, uniquely bad. Like when it's bad. Guys, should we start a Substack? Uh, What's that? It's like I'm not sure exactly what it is. I just thought it's it like was a, like it's like Blogger, but you pay for it. Mm. So people, it's that's father? why all these journos who know each other kind of like they pay, they see each other what they're saying or like, oh no 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 you if you you it's not like that. Oh no no you uh it's not uh you basically offer a subscription service to your fucking blog see you, right? yeah. yeah 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 and Let's supposedly supposedly like fifteen thousand people are paying five dollars a month to read Matthew Iglesias's blog. Whoa. That's a load of dough. Okay, but he's like a serious person. Is he a serious person? Is he $75,000 a month serious? I guess he is now. Wow. Man. The only Iglesias I know is Enrique. Oh. Oh, Okay. (laughs) We barely have the drive, Matt. Enrique Iglesias got so underrated there for a while. Okay, but let's stay on subsec. (laughs) I mean, those five best... You take the five best Enrique Iglesias songs, you can stack them up against pretty much anybody. Here's why we should not start a subsack. We barely have the drive to meet over the internet in our fucking underwear once a week and record a rambling discourse, which we then pay someone to edit. But what if I what if I had just written down the lamb stuff and put it on subsack? You're not gonna do it. Well, no, you did. He did write. No, you did write down the topic for John Lamb in America, right? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a talker. I'm not a writer. That's for sure. Yeah. But I'm looking at all this Substack revenue. And I'm like, maybe people want to hear from Porno Matt. The uh, the the the, the, uh, the 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 dollar. So- your eyes turn to dollar signs when you see that revenue. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't Maybe we could do some investigative journalism. <laughs> investigative journalism. 
don't know. Investigative, investigative, investigative. That's not right. <laughs> investigative sounds terrible. So I can't see that. Investigative journalism. That sounds normal. That investigative. Investigative. Yeah. Investigative. Investigative journalism. Investigative. Investigative. I've never heard that. Investigative. Said that way. Investigative. Investigative sounds better. If you just run all the. I'm a investigative journalist. <laughs> the Washington Post. I would like to ask you some questions. Ma'am, ma'am, I'm a private investigator. Uh, when I just talk. It might be easier to say investigating. I'm an, I'm an investigating journalist. That sounds better, right? You know, I don't think anyone was ever caught up on that. As I don't think I've never, I don't think people are having, like, it needs to be faxed. What it, you know. They type it out and then they never say it. That's the trick. Uh, investigator. Investigative journalism. I've heard investigative journalism said out loud a number of times. Yeah, it's investigative. And it flows. I think it's fine. I think we're creating, a, I think you're creating a problem where there isn't one there. <laughs> well that's that's the first time that's ever happened well but yeah we could do some journalism about um uh lamb you know i could do like uh meet series go around knock on doors mm-hmm. contact people in the lamb industry yeah and that's real journalism that people would pay for us to do mm. on some i mean step. how often are you going to turn this out though <laughs> like this is you know you'll get like halfway through it in like two years <laughs> You'll be working on this and it'll be built up. It's like your lamb expose. Isn't it the dream to be like the guy who's on the lamb story and they give you like two years? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in the old days, that's what they would do. You just like have some mm. guy in Madagascar and he's working on that Madagascar story for like five years. It's like, yeah. I need to see something. And the editor's like, I need to see something. It's like, I'm building something big, sir. I, you know, it's, I need another year on this. You know, it's like, okay, here you go. You should make a documentary. Lamb in America? About lamb? Yeah. Lamb in America. Lamb in America. You can, fi- you don't need to write it. You can just film. Yeah. Record maybe. yourself talk calling restaurant tours or chefs. You know, <laughs> like a jerky boys kind of deal. No, the jerky boy. I think the uh, investigative information, the jerky boys. Investigative. That sounds so bad. No. Can you guys admit that it sounds bad? No. Investigative. No. Investigative. Investigative. I feel like I've heard investigative my entire life and I've never questioned it and, I, and I'm not questioning it now either. So I feel like every time I say investigative <laughs> is like <laughs> jumping over a chain link fence. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm investigative. Whereas when I say investigative, I'm, I'm confident. You know. I think you should try saying, telling someone that you're an investigative journalist, and just investigative. see see what they do. <laughs> I think they'll know. So like they'll say, "What? Wait, what? What are you? What is that? I've never heard that word." Oh wait, it says it says learn to pronounce underneath. <laughs> oh nice. Invest- investigative. Well, Send that was kind of in between. No. Oh my god. Right? There's a video. Investigative. What? What? <gasps> what? Investigative. No. Investigative. Well, who were Wait, play it again. Play it again. She said it like me, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Is the British I, I feel like an investigative journalist <laughs> doing this. You've gotten the truth. You've revealed investigative. 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 I think that's better. Investigative. Investigative. It's so, impossible, maybe it's but it's both. better. It's so hard to say without throwing in an extra uh, hard stop I there. I don't know. I, I investigative. I bought investigative. 
I bought really spicy nuts the other day. Sure. Like peanuts. Oh. <laughs> I turned my flashlight on. Yeah. Okay. What's hope? What's happening? I don't know. You, you, you said you bought really spicy pe- nuts. Bought really and then you spicy shined a flashlight in everyone's eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So for those who don't know, I love spicy. <laughs> the flashlight was unrelated. So I love spicy food. And last year, me and my coworkers, we did. It wasn't through work because it was dangerous. We ate the um. There's a thing called the one chip challenge, oh, wow. mm-hmm. and it's a really spicy tortilla chip, and it's seasoned with like Carolina Reaper and like Szechuan peppers yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And 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 the whole challenge is you're supposed to eat it and then go an hour without eating or drinking anything. Whoa, um, it's miserable. And so we did we we did that last year. I Whoa. won. I want the cool. whole hour. Um, you ate the whole chip. So. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then that now wasn't we're, the challenge, we're doing though. another one. The challenge wasn't consuming the whole chip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you have to consume the whole chip for it's it really, to count. Yeah. It's it, they, the how you enter the challenge. Enter, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> your entrance fee into the challenge is eating the chip. Yeah. But yeah, what what is this one called? The it, chip makes it a little easier. It's almost like a pill, right? Where it's just like so easy to eat. That like by the time it starts, right? Burning, it's easy to make that mistake. Committed. I used to have a lot right. of confidence at that of the I spiciness know. I could handle because I t- think of myself as someone that likes spicy food. Was that Def Nut? Oh my god! It's the Def, Def Nut. nut. That's have you had them it yet? Be called the Def Nut. Except apparently, it should be pe- Def Nut. <laughs> <laughs> the Def Nut. Def Nut would be way oh. better, right, guys? Def Nut. It's 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 also something that can be achieved through autoerotic. <laughs> oh my god! It is. It's autoerotic asphyxiation. It's the Michael Hutchins nut. How do you pronounce that word? What? Uh, asphyxiation? <laughs> you guys are saying it weirdly. Asphyxiation? Asphyxiation. You choke yourself. Yeah. You, you know, auto, auto, when you like, you, you cut off your breathing yeah. for uh, sexual It's really crazy. Like uh, if you look at like the list of famous people who died that way, it's yeah. not that many people, but it's like, you're way more famous than you should be doing that, right? Like that's how Michael Hutchins died. Right? Yeah, who's that? That's crazy. He's singer like, dude, of uh, at, uh, the Australia's kind of uh, '80s new wave band uh, in excess. Lead singer Michael Hutchins. Yeah, mm. ex husband of Kylie Minogue. Well, hold up. Did you eat those nuts yet? No, you have... I ordered them. Oh, they're still on. Uh, in pro- the death wait, nuts. he. D- I just googled him. Um, oh no, his cause of death was suicide by hanging. Oh, so that was just the rumor that it was autoerotic. Uh, yeah, well, he but, also me me and I mean, him. He died. He died a week after I was born, so oh. we only overlapped a week. I think. Um, oh, one of the uh, the guy who started in the TV series Kung Fu died through uh-huh. Yes, he did. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, he's an acting family, famous acting family. Um, well, thing is, I about like I just this like. There was a, a a diner in Studio City called the Studio Cafe. I, I used to go with my my wife, and uh, they had a ch- chili challenge, like and ranked them from like one to ten of spiciness. And I had a confidence. Mm-hmm. I said I came very close to ordering the number ten because I was telling my wife, like, you know, I can handle really spicy foods. You can't. I can. Uh, but and she's like, well, don't go to yeah. ten. Were you already married? Um. Yes. And it's like. 
Okay. And I and and she's like, well, don't go with the ten right away. Try and get like a little so you can sample like kind of a more mid. And so I got to seven. Yeah. I got. Was it recently married? Uh, yes, I think so. <laughs> and I got. Okay. The, okay. Okay. And I got the seven chili. And it was, I, I was crying. Like I could not, it was a struggle to get through it. And so she was just like, lorded that <laughs> over me that I couldn't handle. Like you said you could handle 10 and you're crying at number seven, you know? Oof. So that was like a, a low point. And then chili wasn't that good. It was in pain. I was in. Let me tell you guys, when you try to impress a woman by eating spicy <laughs> food and you end up just sweating and crying, yeah. her respect for you plummets. Wait, did that happen to you? I mean, yeah. Right. Did you take a date to the wings thing? No, the wings thing. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying in general. One time John tried to eat, we've talked about it on the show before, but oh. one time he tried to eat like the spiciest wings at some wing place. <laughs> and, if, and if you ate them, you got your picture on the wall. <laughs> yeah. And he ate them, but he cried so much that he burst his capillaries. So <laughs> oh I ate 19 of them. <laughs> I ate 19. And, and did I was you have like, to eat 20? Like, I want to stop. Yeah, I had to eat oh 20. Oh my God, you're one wing away from getting your picture on the, on the wall of fame. I was, I was one away. and But I was like, I really want to stop. But it's like, how can you stop on the last one? Like, you can't do it. But I really wanted yeah. to. So I just took like the small, and it was like, not just the, the, the hotness, but just like the fucking grease yeah. of that many chicken wings. So I took like a tiny bite of the 25th wing. Mm. 25th? And then I went to the bathroom. These numbers aren't 25. adding up. I think it was 25. It's a fake story. It gets bigger every year. But <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and and I, I just vomit. Oh like, my God. So hard. And I like come back and I'm like, you know, I'm out. <laughs> but they put my picture on the wall anyway. Oh, that's good. Uh, and then later that night, I had giant blood splotches in my eyes. Oh my God. So he had to crazy. wear sunglasses for a while. He was hitting on the women with sunglasses a lot. <laughs> like, take the shades off. Like, because uh, next day was like orientation, right? Next day was orientation. And you had built yeah, it up in your mind. This is sort of like the main place to lay my game down for the next four years, right? I don't know. <laughs> That's this, my memory This feels of it. more like some Seth Rogen brainstorming that you got going on, which I don't mind This is at my all. memory of it. It's like the next day was orientation and you had all these plans to put the moves on the ladies and you had to wear sunglasses. Well, you know, like so many people whole time. knew me and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, the guy with the blood eyes. <laughs> so they would be like, oh, I, when I first met John, his eyes were like <laughs> giant blood splotches. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know him. Having to tell people because so. I ate too many wings at the place. I thought I'd get my to get my picture on the wall. So, you know, this they is probably, the result of people that. People probably thought you were just like hardcore, right? Like that you had done some sort of like been on some sort of bender yeah right, right? Like- well that's what okay i shouldn't have told everyone as i probably as i did Keep the mystique you know, like explain the story yeah. i should have just been like it's a danger yeah it's been a hard been a hard week <laughs> don't want right. ask you don't want to know you don't want to know you don't want to know yeah. yeah i definitely wouldn't have told that's what anyone. cool guys always do they never tell you shit i wouldn't have told anyone they're always just but yeah. i would take people to that wing restaurant a lot and then like point yeah. To tell the story. My never, f- <laughs> if you're a man, never tell people anything. It's way cooler. Oh, absolutely. If you know. like, absolutely. Does James Bond ever get in like a, a fist fight? And then like he goes on a date. It's like, oh my God, I just got a fist fight. I was on a train. I was punching him. And like, no, like he's just going to like act like James Bond, happened. you know, in his way, he wears his heart on his sleeve though. You know? Yeah. James Bond. 
Maybe he's. It's all in the you eyes, could say right? he's, you know, he's afraid of commitment. Yeah. Mm. Well, he doesn't have the life. Uh, but he's for not it. exactly he emotionally unavailable. I wouldn't say that about him. We never really see scenes where he talks to someone, and then this happened, like he, where he just describes the fantastic things they his life. You know, it's like people are just like, "What?" Like, you know, people so, always have some sort mm-hmm. of utility to him. So his interactions mm-hmm. with James, them are always James Bond isn't real, right? No, no it's not. Real. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> I've oh, seen okay. every James Bond movie. I've seen none. That's of them. one of the ones where I did the whole boat. Wow. Hmm. What's your favorite? What's my favorite James Bond movie? Yeah. yeah. They're very, some of them are very different. That's a tough one. You can table that. And get it's, it really is Goldfinger. That's the best James Bond movie. And it's kind of a fun series because you get to see over the years, it just kept going. So different decades, different trends that they try and incorporate. It's the kind of The thing I love mm-hmm. about Goldfinger is that it's a movie where really silly things happen and. James Bond at one point is like, wait a minute, this is really crazy, right? And then it turns out that all the silliness has an actual practical benefit, right? So there's this, you know, Goldfinger's plan is to blow up Fort Knox. Yeah. Right? Not, yeah. Not steal the gold. Because that's not, because actually that isn't plausible, right? You can't steal the gold from Fort Knox because it weighs too much. Right. Yeah. Like, like Die Hard with a Vengeance was just like, we don't care about that. We don't care about that at all. Well, I listened to like a commentary from the screenwriter of Die Hard with a Vengeance. And he talked about the research he had to do because their spotlight had a gold theft in it. Right. And he did a lot of research and it drives him nuts when he watches it because the things that they told him was like, they for the visual, they have like, they didn't want to have that many trucks. But he's like, yeah, you need like 10 times as many trucks as we show them <laughs> right. stealing it with. But he you like, need, like, to write this, like dump trucks. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's such an impl- impractical thing, like stealing gold. It's like it's not a thing that you would. But you in know, Goldfinger, do. unique among James Bond movies, he's like, wait a second, you know, you can't steal all that gold. And then the wheels turn in his brain, and you get to see it happen. And it's yeah. like, oh, you're gonna, you're just gonna nuke the gold. Right. Mm-hmm. And that came out like 1963, and it was kind of the quintessential James Bond movie. And my dad, like my boomer dad like at nost- was so nostalgic about it he remembers seeing it as a kid and every kid in school talking about it like oh did you see goldfinger and stuff like that, um, that was all, so it was like a big big deal and it's all wedded to kennedy too because part of the reason it became a big deal was that it was kennedy's favorite book or book series, series of or books he, yeah yeah so america sure, yeah. got crazy about james bond all of a sudden and then you could make movies right it was books too. They were started out as a series of books of Ian Fleming, like kind of just these kind of, uh, I think trashy. I want to say like kind of like um, yeah, like like Secret beach Service reads. agent. They were beach but, reads. Yeah, right. Mm. Maybe I should read a book. It's been a while. It's been a long time <laughs> since I read a book. Yeah, and I used to read a lot. I used to walk while reading. Like, and I uh, my the last book I read was in twenty. 11, 2012. That's a while, yeah. I've been reading uh, Obama's autobiography. Promise oh, Land. How is it? You know, it's real. I have to say, it, it's too guarded. It's, Interesting. Yeah. It's um. It's almost. Did you read Dreams of My Father? I have actually never read Dreams of My Father. Because that's the one that's supposed to be like the unguarded, not a politician sure. book, right? Mm-hmm. 
and in the in the introduction, he sort of implies that this book is for kids. Oh, really? Right. Like he 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 stresses that he tried to write the book in a way that you know everyone can understand. It's kind of funny though, like how you know Biden being vice president really comes out of nowhere in the book. Like he never really thought about Joe Biden when they were campa- campaigning against each other. Oh, really? And then like uh, you know the way he breaks it down is you know he he just nominated Biden for all the Biden reasons. You know he felt like he could trust Experience him. Experienced statement statesman. Foreign policy. It, the family stuff. He says the family stuff is why. That the way the Biden, Biden, Biden's commitment to his family made Obama trust him. Oh, wow. Hmm. I remember seeing him in the debates like Biden, he having no shot at the presidential nomination when Obi- when like uh, you know Clinton and Obama were running against each other. And he was out early. But just seeing him in the debates, he was so fun in the debates. And he would have these like really cutting remarks. And he, he was very loose and fun. Not the type of guy who I thought could win a presidential race at that time or even later. Uh, but I thought like, oh, man, he'd be a perfect VP, like vice presidential candidate because he can go out there and talk shit. And in a way that the president can't, the presidential nominee can't. That's why you get a VP. the Trans Am Biden. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now we have this, like I said, a big floating head Biden. He's like, very, <laughs> like a very gothic figure who like wears all Goth of our Biden. pain. Like Goth he Biden. Soaks, Goth Biden. He soaks up all of our pain. Oh, yeah. Wow. It makes sense now. All right. That's what you were going for with the Goth Biden. I didn't know. I I saw it. Have you heard the story of Goth Biden? I just thought it was a phrase that came to you and it was perfect. No, it was back when everyone was playing Among Us. I was playing Among Us and someone's username was Goth Biden. And Jenny and I thought it was funny and she was like, you should change your handle. Because my old handle was like HopeXOX, which I didn't want it to be that. But we we should talk about Biden and how... Uh, two times now, How maybe three times head? or four times, there's just been like people being like, you need to do this, Joe Biden. Mm. You got to do this. And then he does it like the next day. Yeah. Like what? Like the refugee cap. Right. He's going to like, keep wait it. a second, Joe Biden. You need to raise the re- you can't you got to raise it now. And he was being a he was really delaying the refugee cap. And then just like the next day, he's like, oh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. The negative reaction it. of the public affects him in positive right. ways. I think it's a lot such of a weird, things, surreal time to live in. I think it's possible that a lot of those things are in the f- process of being changed. Sure. But yes. like people like Twitter, it's sort of like the, the consumption is so fast of like information. And it's like, well, just give it a second. But yeah, I think but maybe I think he it's possible they like they announced it earlier like yeah we're gonna raise it because it sounded like the way they talked about it like yeah we're gonna eventually raise it i didn't understand the reasoning but i don't think it was like yeah we're we're we hate it, we hate refugees it wasn't like that like there's clearly like a more complicated reason you know answer to that but well, but yeah. but it happened again with the the you know this india vaccine crisis right, right. where a lot of people yesterday all of a sudden realized that India needs vaccines. And so then they made all these demands of the Biden administration, right? And some of the demands they made were nonsensical because they don't understand the issue at all. Yeah, it's complicated. I don't understand, I mean, what they need necessarily because it's like they have vaccines, I think, but I think, I feel like there's some internal thing that's preventing, I mean, I thought- They badly miscalculated how fast they could make vaccines. Mm. That's the end of the story is they- 
they thought that they, you know, could make so many vaccines that they could make, you know, enough vaccines for all of India and another billion. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so they sold a bunch. Mm-hmm. They've they've so I, I believe I'm not sure, but from what I've read, they've manufactured and sent out 200 million doses already. Yeah. Wait, what vaccine is this? <clears throat> I think it's all AstraZeneca. Their version of their version of AstraZeneca called Covishield. So I believe they've sent out like 200 million doses of that, but now they're actually having their own COVID outbreak, right? And they, yeah, in retrospect, probably should have given all 200 million to their own citizens. Yeah. And so now sure. they're trying to scale up really fast, and they don't have enough of the shit that you need to make AstraZeneca. So they need raw the materials, raw materials yeah. is what they're, yeah, and that's what Biden announced that we're going to give them. You know, we're going to give them what they and, you know, trying from to our own have. experience. Right. Like we've had our pr- struggles making Johnson and Johnson. Right. One of those factories didn't work at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think they India is so good at making flu vaccines that I think they thought, well, a traditional vaccine like AstraZeneca, we can crank those out. And then yeah. s- something has occurred where it's more difficult than they thought. Right. So n- now. They also escaped outbreaks last year, right? Like they had really mild COVID in summer yeah. and winter. And that may have led right. them to be overconfident about just dishing out doses to other countries. Yeah. One of the articles I read kind of talked about that, like being a big factor, why the outbreak was so bad now and kind of taken off guard. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so people were beating up on Biden for not helping people. Or well, I mean, some people had a really false idea, which was. It's a patent issue, and it's not really a patent issue. They have, like, AstraZeneca and Moderna are both not patented for India, so they can make as much of those as they want. Just Moderna is such a hassle to make, and AstraZeneca seemed more in their wheelhouse. They just made as much AstraZeneca as they could. There's something going on with Novavax that I don't understand. Mm. They They were supposed to be the Novavax country, and something has gone wrong there. Yeah. But you said, Matt, today that people should thank Biden. I think, I think when you get real mad at Joe Biden, right, and you're like, Joe Biden, do this, and then he does it the next day. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta say thank you, Joe Biden, for listening to my concerns and doing the thing I wanted, right? But that makes people really mad because they hate Joe Biden so much. Not only that, they hate to have to acknowledge that he did something good, that they kind of avoid that. But also, I think the the thinking is also like, he should have just, I shouldn't have to ask for it. I also think there's like a sort of weird self-deprecating madness, which is like, I thought of this now and it's something that should be done. He should have known before me, right? Like he should have, he should have done it before I thought of it. Right. That's the perfect servant who who brings you something before you even know. I know what I want. And Biden's right there. Like, hey, man. Yeah. The perfect butler. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Attuned to your, yeah, before you even say it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's people should, it is sort of like, isn't that kind of how it's supposed to work on some level? Yeah. Like you're supposed to. There should be uh, more of a positive reward system for him to have done what we wanted. But with the vaccine, I feel like there was a lot of confusion about why this was happening in India and whether uh, just send them the vaccines like that. So, like, I feel like it's not as simple as that. Like, and like we don't have like if we shipped them all of our vaccines we have right now, that's like 60 million 
Moderna and Pfizer doses going across the world, which I don't even know if that's a good idea. <laughs> like, because they have to be stored like yeah. negative 20 or something. Right. And they get stuck in the Panama Canal or whatever. Right. I mean, <laughs> I, gotta, you know, right, these yeah. aren't the best vaccines for global shipping. That's for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of factors like that. I'm mean, like, there's a lot of movable parts with things, and and that I don't think gets considered with the discourse like that. Like, as like, but if we gave them, yeah, that's probably why Biden isn't like preemptively solving problems before you can yell them at the TV. But but <laughs> right. if we ship them all our vaccines, right, like all our surplus right now, which is 60 million doses, very, that's five percent of their population. Right. They need Indian solutions for Indian problems. Right. So, you know, is 5% right? Did I get that right? Seems right. Six out of a billion people. 1.4 billion now or something. So it's like 5%. So, So like, you know, that would just get them started. Really, really what they need to do is they need to start cranking out vaccines and maybe do whatever they can to shut down the country. Yeah, yeah, they have like probably more, yeah, like major lockdowns, but also, and then get the the vaccine, pump out the vaccines. Are you guys all vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Two weeks from my second dose today. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Second dose today too. Yeah, for Pfizer. I, yeah. I, oh, nice. I, you know, I actually had a weird thing because I I uh, got my first dose at Walgreens and Walgreens okay. locked you into four weeks for Pfizer. Weird. Even though the government recommends three. So, I'm trying to get my second dose on Tuesday <laughs> at Walmart before you leave. Oh. So hopefully you think anyone's going to say like, whoa, hey, 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 you know, come back. I think it's possible, but it's also enough days. So I don't. Do they know that it's your second dose or did you just. Well, I have my card, which shows the first dose. Yeah. But when you signed up at Walmart. I didn't tell them which dose. No. Okay. I don't know that I would. Why? Well, I don't know. The doses are the same. The two doses are the same. Yeah, the doses are the same. When I got mine, they didn't ask. It was all the same. So it was just like, like. People asked like as part of friendly conversation, but it wasn't like second doses hear, go here. Here's a hypothetical. Oh, they don't. Okay. They did ask me if I had another vaccine, but I had the Johnson Johnson, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, are you gonna die? No, just kidding. Yes, hope I'm gonna die. Thanks for bringing it up. Oh, that was another big thing in the discourse. God. All these guys who were absolutely sure how we should handle the pause. That was it. He shouldn't. They shouldn't have done the pause. Whereas you could easily see people getting mad if they were covering something up, you know, like it seems like they're trying to be transparent about it and trying to like be overtly cautious. Like I I posted about this and I I don't think people engaged with it, but I think it's true. If you find out that there's some problem with the drug, right? You have a, you have a legal obligation, ethical obligation to tell everyone that there's an issue, right? Right. There's an added risk we didn't Mm -hmm. know about. Yeah. Even if it's one in a million, you can't just say like, hey, guys, I hope you found out about this. Uh, We're putting out a press release this morning. I just hope it filters out to pharmacies around the country that are giving out the drug. You have to like pause it for a while to make sure that everyone hears about it. Yeah, I think the pausing is what allowed people allowed that to kind of like it was a big news, a bigger story, I think. And yeah, possibly. Do you have to pause it or could you just inform people when they get the vaccine? You'd have to trust that every pharmacy around the country got the message and is telling them. I mean, that seems like something that a corporation could handle. Mm. Like, hey, you know, 
directors, make sure that all of your fucking people know to they got to sign this form. A ton of people. I guarantee you that a ton of people would have gotten the vaccine that day without knowing. Gotten the vaccine that day without the well. Well, that well, that day is different. Is that why they paused it? By the next day. I think they paused it also because they wanted to collect more data, right? And it yeah. turned out that more people did die than they knew. Oh, wow. I wasn't aware of that. Oh, I didn't know that. So, like, actually 12 people died of blood clots. Oh, my God. 12 people died? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wow. 12 people got the super severe blood clots that can kill you. Uh, and one person died? One person died, yeah. Um, yeah. But, like... I think they paused it because... But 12 is still, they, like, crazy. They want they, they wanna, like... I thought they, they thought they were, like, stewarding public trust it's what you would do with any other vaccine right so Mm -hmm. it's standard standard operating procedure for every other vaccine you know we had two vaccines already and we don't really have supply issues anymore which is another reason why i'm trying to get it done earlier because appointments are all all over the place they've got pfizer doses everywhere just give me a second one somewhere else you know yeah the uh or no matt's gonna be a pfizer princess but yeah, I, I just personally, I don't want to wait another seven days for full vaccination. There's no reason for me to wait. So no. Do you guys think like in July, August, we start opening, seeing major return to normal kind of things going on? Yeah, I, re- I mean, it seems I like I can't it. wrap my head around that. Yeah. You look at the UK and Israel and they're back to normal. Wow. So if we. This is so exciting. When we catch up to Hopefully. them, you know, it's hot boy summer. It's, it's white boy summer, right? Oh, it's hot girl summer and white boy summer. The hot girl wasn't it hot girl summer last summer. <laughs> hot girl summer was last summer. Oh, it's hot girl summer. Who's who said it was like Tom Hanks's kid? Chet or Hanks, yeah. Oh my god, Chet I didn't Hanks, know yeah, like, who Chet Hanks was until white boy summer happened. But apparently, it was like a whole thing. And oh my god, me finding out who Chet Hanks was was quite the there was a big thing where a lot of younger people had never heard of him but he was like went viral a few years ago just being like oh hey check out tom hanks's like insane son who raps and stuff but like the uh, jamaican patois when he busts out the jamaican patois i like like it i i i think it's he just i know it's problematic but i think he just likes it people just like things that are different like he likes hearing other people talk that way and you know I, i i think it's fine but you know, it's not my up to me. I, I to think, judge. you know, it's a funny thing for me. I think he adds so much humor to the world, Chet. And in general, with people like Chet, I think it's very silly that people like obviously Chet Hanks is in on the joke. Right. Right. Like people like him are always in on the joke. They're, yeah. To an extent, I think I think it's like anything else. People always ask questions. Like, is this person full of shit or not? And it's always a mixture of two. I mean, like he would he he tried to promote this the shirts the next day to promote White Boy Summer, and I don't think he knew it needed to be brought to his attention that the font had a bit of a white supremacy aspect to it. It's like okay, we're holding off on the shirts. Like I don't think that but, was planned. Like, <laughs> but he knows. I you know we always assume that. Um, people who are hilarious like him are just like um, like these comic book characters but they're always yeah. people right they know things yeah <laughs> right yeah and they know that things are funny right they know that these yeah. he knows these videos are funny i think so. i think he knows the phrase is fun i think he knows it sounds funny yeah like the uh it's like when hope asks if james bond is real you know, part of her is like in on the joke, right? 
She's not. <laughs> she's not totally. <laughs> yeah, but, but right? it was a question right? that crossed my mind. But yeah, hope is just all about you know grabbing that brass ring. I mean, she's a corporate climber. Really? What's a brass ring? That's like the corporate. It's sort of a terminology for like uh, being kind of the the chosen one. Like oh. getting, uh, we're getting like getting promoted. Like I think oh. it's corporate speak for like, oh, you got you getting to move into Climbing the big the office. Corporate ladder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. okay. In a C-suite. Haven't heard that one. All right. Getting a C-suite. Mm-hmm. Corner office. Oh, uh, I was like, what's that? I'm going into the office for the first time tomorrow. Oh, nice. I'm going to meet my boss. You've been working cool. remotely mostly? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I walk, I go in on site a lot, but it's like I go in in the morning when very few people are there. So it's it's mostly safe for I feel like it's mm. mostly safe. And plus, my wife and I share like a guest at office space and it's sort of uh, it's better, to let, easier to let her have it. But, What's your uh, line of work, Theo? Uh, I shouldn't talk about that. <laughs> you shouldn't talk about it? No, I don't want to talk about general that. General hint? I don't want to talk about it because okay. I'm, I'm a little okay. maybe sometime later, but I've, I've revealed too much lately. OK, fair enough. So I'm a little, I'm not sure what's safe and what isn't. I'm being overly cautious. I might later on. Yeah. Oh, good. It's okay. You weren't me after (laughs) Valentine's Day brunch where I was talking about my entire life. Oh, we got to go to brunch. Oh, yes. Mm. I got to brunch. Oh, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to I think I'm going to go to New York. Can you? Oh, my God. (gasps) I think I'm going to do it. I don't think the girlfriend's going to do it, but I think I'm just going to solo trip. Wow. Oh my god! You guys are gonna have brunch. You're gonna. You should gotta do a, a well, show where you guys have brunch. Live, live brunch. Hot brunch. Yeah. Centro brunch oh, yeah. edition, like brunch up. You gotta bring that. I want that computer, Matt. We should get into New York politics. Andrew Ooh. Yang, let's meet Andrew Yang. Let's let's have soup with him. Let's try to I'm get getting, an interview. I'm getting yelled at right now because I thought it was soup, but it was tea. What was tea? <laughs> that's why my that's why I keep looking at my phone. My notifications are blowing up all these people. I'm like, no, it's tea. What? Wait, what's tea? He posted a photo. I go, is that soup? Oh. And everyone's like, no. Yeah. You got soup on the brain. Yeah. I've been thinking about soup all the time as well. We can get soup. You're thinking about soup all the time. We're gonna ball and you're thinking about meat all the time. Yeah, You're especially soup with meat, multi-processing, <laughs> where you have like a thread, a meat thread, lamb and a soup thread. It's got a lot going on. A lamb uh, very, you know, I got soup on. <laughs> can't can't be asked to focus on too much because you got the right. The it's amazing he, he manages to like have a conversation constantly thinking about meat and oh, soup. Yeah, yeah. You think he's gonna do a sub stack? When well, you, what I was thinking about thinking soup, he's gonna. The you got to think about soup have... so much, you can't do the sub stack if you're going to think about soup to the extent that you do, I think. The... I was thinking about, I had another soup thought. Okay. <laughs> I have soup thoughts every day. And, and I was thinking about how soup is so expensive, right? Like mm. soup, soup is always cost more than you think it should. But people should. Whether you're in the supermarket or the patisserie. The supermarket. Whether you're in the supermarket or the patisserie, um, soup costs Why, more than you who think. Who buys soup right? at a, a patisserie? It's a place that sells pastries. You wouldn't get soup at a patisserie? Yeah. That they don't have bread there? No, they they sell pastries. You mean like a sit-down patisserie? Like a where you sit down and have you can have yeah, I don't know if Matt, that's Matt's a thing. thought is literally he says that more people should buy soup so the price goes down. That's exactly what he was yeah. gonna say. 
So the reason, so <laughs> it's like you're, what you said about the Kongs. So their two Kongs makes the price of Kongs mm-hmm. go down. Yeah, <gasps> absolutely. Oh, so right. if you go to a restaurant and you order soup, right? Cultured soup. They're like, oh, <laughs> that's what I imagine. That's what I imagine <laughs> what back is, there. It's like, well, that the, does sound uh, like a French place. We got to do all this work just for like this little bowl, right? It's not already in the pot. There's a soup of the day, and it's in. They go to the soup of the day pot, and it's soup of the day in there. You think there's just yes. a big pot of soup? Yes. You think they're hand making that little bowl of soup? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Heat up some chicken stock. Start cutting onions. Wait, wait. Okay. So the soup of the day, I could, I could believe that the soup of the day just has a big pot. Yeah. But if you order like a lobster bisque, are you telling me that they have the lobster bisque pot bubbling? Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't eat lobster. Yes. No seafood. If there's like eight soups, you telling me they have eight pops? <laughs> they probably. If they have like eight soups, do you think the eight soups are all bubbling I mean, back there? They're either microwave. You need to it. really speak to someone in the restaurant industry, I think. You got to like, if you speak to somebody, you get a long one on one hour long interview of someone in the restaurant industry, Matt. It's going to be the greatest moment. It's going to be such a sense of release from that. I think because you got a lot that a lot of easily answerable questions. Tell you what they're not doing. If you just go to the they're right, they're not way. making a bowl of lobster bisque, like a single bowl where they start from scratch right. and like end with that one bowl. <laughs> they have it served to you. No, that's the most important. Did they point, got yeah. it in the fridge? Did they got in a pot in the fridge? I don't. I don't know. It seems like they might have to heat it up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's a YouTube video that's like here's? Oh, there he is. <laughs> He's talking. We'll talk about Yang next episode. I have a lot to say about that guy. You're gonna work for him, you think, or Leave help Yang promote alone. him? He's hey, he's ahead in the polls. I'm not anti-Yang. I just want people to be honest about what they're doing with Yang. What does that mean? <laughs> right? Do you think they're like abusing him? They're doing irony, right? The whole Andrew Yang thing is irony. Liking Andrew Yang is irony. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, it's, it's obje- his ads are, it's like a weirdest, it's like someone, uh, well, like, uh, I think it was it Chris Ledford who said, like, tweeted that, like, it's a lot of the stuff he would do if he was running for mayor or something he finds. And I, I find some of that, I would probably do goofy things. It's just like, like he's, he's, he's an idiot with brain problems, right? <laughs> that's his, that's his, like, that's his presence, right? Is like a weirdo. He's a weirdo. Who's like nice and dumb. Yeah. Right? Like a Forrest Gumpy in figures. <laughs> wow, and stop the Asian hate. Jeez, Matt. And people <laughs> I don't think Asians hate. ever get confused of being more likely to be Forrest Gump. Right. Oh, I gotta get going soon. I'm sorry. You gotta get going soon? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can I wrap it up. Yeah, sure. So that's you're gonna get involved. You guys are gonna get involved in you're you're pushing, you're you're uh pitching that the your pod, the podcast collectively is going to get involved no, in New York I, politics. We got to figure out who to endorse. That's for sure. Oh, it's not going to be Yang. <laughs> Does he have any like? I don't know. It's hard not to want to see it happen because it's so charming. It's like, and but should I, we do that? No. It's like we we shouldn't let people be mayor of New York because it's funny. I don't like, care about New York City job. though. Like I, I I'm here in Burbank. I I mean, if it was in Burbank, I'd take an issue. I don't think he could handle. I don't think he could really handle some of the municipal problems and a lot of the infrastructure issues that are here in Burbank. New York City, go wild. I think that's what that place needs. I think just New York it, needs. So you think New York needs like an Andy Kaufman character to be mayor? I think it's been building that way for a I, while. I feel yeah. like Yang, it would be like with Biden, people would be like, Andrew Yang, go do this. And he'd be like, OK. And he would do it. Oh, yeah. 
He's receptive. He's very online, I think. Yeah. He's too receptive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That that video of him in the bodega, that's what sold me when he, he got the banana. He's like, You're so excited. Banana. Yeah, I love going and getting, yeah, getting some. It goes, New York City, go out and support your local bodegas. New York City relies. He's like the kind of person. <laughs> I like can quote that whole video. He was just so happy to get that they banana. Used to, they used to refer to people like him as touched. Mm. Like he's been touched, mm-hmm. you know. Possibly like something, something happened. Slightly off. It's plausible. Like this, yeah. Can you imagine yeah, a New York City weird. without bodegas? I can't imagine a New York City without bodegas. So let's not have that happen. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. <laughs> or the fucking thing with his dog. Like that's weird. Oh my god. Like, can we admit that it's weird? Wait, what happened with his dog? Like, and, and then, oh my god. And then there's two. There's you two. There's two job. kinds of responses to the. Tell dog me what thing, is the right? dog thing? There's People like, don't know. He's like he like posted a thing about this dog he gave away. Yeah, and he yeah. was way too happy about it. Well, no, no, he wasn't happy about it. He was like, it was on national. It was like the other week. It was National Pet Day. He was like, oh, my son was allergic to you, so he had to give you away. But then he like posted a video of it. He was like, you still know who's daddy, or like he still loves his daddy. I don't know. It was very weird. sad about it. Yeah, no, it was, it was very heartfelt and genuine. Yeah. Oh, you mean the video of him fake crying? Yeah, wasn't that? I think that's what I saw. Yeah. You thought that was touching? That weird oh, I didn't emotional see that. thing he pretended to do? I think it was, yeah. I felt like I, I, I'm still on board seeing this. I felt like this guy should be mayor of New York City when like I saw that. Like laugh crying and then like the emotion ends. Why, why do you care? Like you don't live in ends. New York. His emotions are discreet. I said, why do you what? care? You don't let me know. He was kind of doing a little bit of a joke. You think he was joking about it? I think he was being like a little bit like he did feel like a sadness about it, but he was kind of playing it up a little bit. He was kind of being theatrical about it. That's and, weird. It's weird to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But he's a weird dude. And people like it. They're doing it. They're supporting it out of some sense of, you know, comedy, irony or whatever. I just want them to be honest about it. I don't want them to act like I don't want them to gaslight me about how weird he is. You mean everything's mm. normal? That's part of the appeal for you is that he's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, you right? see. They say it's normal. Yes, they say he's being normal. And they say that the things he's doing are actually like brilliant politically. And I just don't get it. And it's like, no, it's like you like that he's being bad. I might be in a bubble because I just see mostly like this dude's weird. This is funny and it's weird that he's running for the mayor. You know, I mean, it's it seems to come from me, come at me from an uh, from the through the prism of, of of irony a little bit the way I see people talk about but it. like blue checks like Josh Barrows like people don't get it you know like this is actually great politics you know yeah well I th- a lot of people are predicting like all these it, it, he's gonna win I mean a lot of people saying yeah he's gonna win you know but I think a lot of that has to do with like these things that you think are so bad aren't gonna turn people against him which I think is a fair prediction I think you know that campaign is so weird right yeah. Like the election is so soon. Like, are they going to have debates? So how soon is it? Like two months. Oh, wow. Unless I'm wrong. I think it's like two months. A debate could be pretty fun. Who's he running against? Is he, it'd be funny like if he's 25 running. 25 people. Cuomo. Oh, that sucks. Cuomo still no. He's. <laughs> no, Chris Cuomo? No, no, Chris no, Cuomo no, no. Yeah, the, the, the current mayor. Governor. Oh, he's fuck. governor. Right. He's Shit. not I'd stepping down. I mixed him up. De Blasio. De Blasio. I wish he was running against someone Blasio who was sucks. really mad about losing to him. Like, who was smarter and just mad that he... I can't believe I'm losing to this guy kind of thing going on. I would love to see that. But 25 people, it's just going to be like... That's a 
nonsense. That's a circus. If 25 people stay in, then he probably does win, right? One thing that's going to hurt yeah. him is there's a candidate called Chang. <laughs> that's that's going to shave off like 0. 0.3 Stop probably. the Asian hate, Matt. <laughs> no, I, Stop I, let's be, the Asian <laughs> So people are going to be confused about which We've Asian. We've seen this phenomenon <laughs> in Florida, right? Where they, they would run people with the same name. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to go. My computer's actually going to go. All right. But that's, that's I'll see you guys. Right. Thanks so Bye, much. Right. Okay. What? It's not racist. You guys need to stop saying things are racist. I was just fucking around. I don't think <laughs> anything's like, we saw racist. That in Florida. You know me. We saw that in Florida where like Matt Gates is under investigation for getting a guy named Rodriguez to enter a race where the Democrat was named Rodriguez. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Like, honestly, unless you're about to- People make mistakes, right? Right. Mistaken ballots are built in. And so if you can increase the number of mistakes, you have an advantage. Sure. So people are going to see Ang- at the end of the name no, and I accidentally get it. I bubble chain. All right, you guys want to put a button on this? Yeah. Why is there an alarm? It was just Ten. on my phone. It just went off. He's getting a is that a call? Is it a text? Oh. That was a reminder to do something. I have like eight reminders per day to do things. Oh wow. It's hmm. just a really random time to set a reminder because it's, it's ten like minutes I built after this fortress the hour. of of anxiety that crushes on my brain all the time. <laughs> the reminders? So like I'm constantly having reminders and thoughts of things I need to do and they stretch on for months and months and it, it envelops me and prevents me from getting to sleep and also from waking up. Holy shit. What? That is fucked up, man. You need to work on that. So so I'll stop recording and then we can just end the episode. Okay. And just, okay. You know. And, cool. and next time I see you, we'll maybe be in person. Oh my God, that might be true. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>